Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In 1942, in the cold desert of a small border town of Texas, a group of kind are kidnapped and mass embraced by members of the fanatical sect, the Sabbat. Out of this group, only a handful survived, and through rituals and mentorship, they became the pack known as the Pale Riders. Representing the Sword of Cain, they are wielded by a mentor to cut deep wounds within the heartland of Mexico to the enemies of the Sabbat. Wars on Fire is a vampire that masquerades Sabbat Chronicle that follows the Pale Riders pack that consists of Mitch, a Lazampa played by Adam, Coyote, a Ravenous anti-tribute played by Alex, Eldrick, a Caitiff played by David, Jasper, a Bruja anti-tribute played by Joaquin, Cora, a Shimizi played by Slavic, and Richard, a Venture anti-tribute played by Tillman. If you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. So Jasper, you just saw that vision. You know what I mean? Like pop in your head. You guys, they haven't noticed you because you guys are about like a hundred yards away. Seems on you guys. Go ahead. We can, I, I, we can get Vida on our side. Wait, I just have to get to him. I have to get to him. I, I just once I get the stick out, we can, ha- we can have him on our side. It will be us against him. All, all of us against them. I want to know what's in that pit. Hell, I want to burn it all to the ground. We distract them. You get the steak. Wouldn't Jasper be the fastest? Yeah, I have celerity. What's your celerity? How many dots do you have in celerity? One dot? One. Okay. All right. So, go ahead. Scene's on you guys again. All right. If Yes, yeah, so we can do that. If I can get to him in time, I'm the, I am the fastest. I can get to him. If you, do you can, need a distraction. I just look at him. That would help. I'll look at the others, stick a cigar in my mouth, light it, and I'll start creeping up around towards where the pregnant woman are. Okay, so to sneak around, to you'd have to go like, kind of like behind the wall, uh, wall where Vidar is at. You know what I mean? Because they're like on the like if Vidar's on this wall facing the ocean, they're like on the other side of Vidar. Between you, you'd have to go around the wall that Vidar's at past this fire. How are you going to sneak around? Are you gonna like just try to creep like along and hope that they're distracted and try not to be seen? So you're gonna have to kind of try to go like I would say like a hundred yards on this beach. And not okay. be noticed by them in there. So, do you want to try to do that? What do you guys think? I don't want to. I don't know. I, know I don't think, like we want to have Jasper wants to get like as close to Vidar as he can, so we can. You know, just what if I? I mean, I'm just trying to create a distraction. So, what if I get kind of away from you guys a bit, and then start creeping up, and then if they see me anyway, well, I'll just fight them. Regardless of how this plays out, Vidar cannot live beyond tonight. Vidar? Sorry, no, not Vidar. The Spaniard, yes. He's in my memories. He is a plague. Then we shall eradicate it. Cora gets her shotgun ready. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, Coyote, you're going to creep, but are you going to creep on the same side of Vidar, or are you going to try to go on the opposite side towards the ocean so that Jasper can have, like, a clean... Yeah, yeah, on the opposite side. Okay. And are you, like, trying to sneak, or are you trying to be like, oh, look at me, I'm trying to sneak so they see you, or are you legitimately trying to I'm, sneak? I'm legitimately trying to sneak, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to have you roll uh, Dexterity and Stealth 
difficulty seven, and I'm going to have them do a perception and alertness. Difficulty six. I'm going to blow willpower points as well. Oh, nice. So, okay, so you got one success there. So dexterity and stealth difficulty seven, did you say? Yeah. One success in addition to the willpower one. Can I slowly, over the course of a few seconds or minutes, pump five blood points into all my physical abilities to raise them to maximum? <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to pump blood. Did you want to pump blood before doing that? I'll let you roll, uh, re-roll again. It's, you pump blood now. Tell me what you guys are pumping blood to. That's the case. You're, you're maxing your shit to five? Yeah. What about, what about you, Coyote? Not yet. No, I'll wait. Okay. What about you, uh, Mitch? Mitch is maxing everything to five. Okay. What about you, Jasper? Uh, go one above your maximum. So Mitch can go up to seven, and we can go to six. Yeah. What's so what okay, I'll do it. I'll do it now then as well. Okay. So let's. I'm gonna do it one at a time. Give me one second. So Coyote, you're maxing your shit out all the six. How much blood does that leave you when over when you're done? <laughs> oh, I don't have enough to mix. Well, I'll mix up um strength and dexterity. So I'll spend four. Oh, actually, and you do. You do have enough because oh, really? your blood pool. You, you, you got like. Yeah, you Diablerize, so you're full now. So. Oh, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm not sure how much that leaves me with. What's a full blood pool? That's not like the full 40, is it? No, what's Obviously. full at 13? 13 generations, like what, 10 blood 10. pool or something? 10, yeah. yeah. 10. Uh, I'll be left with three then. Okay, you're left with three, and you got all your stuff to six, you're saying? All right. Mm -hmm. And what about you, Mitch? Mitch will pump everything up to five for right now, and that'll leave him oh. with 12 blood. Okay, all right. And then what? And uh, what about you, Jasper? Uh, I'll be activating celerity. I think that requires one blood pool point. I think that's one blood pool point for celerity, and then I'll put two into strength. All right, and what does that make your strength? Uh, five. All right, and you have potence, right? Yes. And what's your potence? Uh, what that? One. One, okay. And so then, three. uh, three, all right. And what about you, uh, Cora? Yeah, Cora will be putting... Strength and dexterity up to six. Okay. Awesome. Leaving her with three blood pool points. Left. Oh, wow, you guys are thirsty. And what about you, uh, Richard? Mm, I think I'm going to go to five on all physical. It leaves me with four blood pool points. All right. And then, Coyote, re-roll that roll again since now you have buffed up. I'll say you still spent one willpower. Go ahead and roll that roll again. Three sixes six plus the... One for willpower, I guess. All right, so four successes. All right, Richard, Mitch, and Cora, you're staying on the you're staying on the hill. Is that what you're doing? I suppose we should probably go with Coyote. All right, so yeah, Coyote is going towards the ocean. Jasper is going towards Vidar. Mitch, are you going with Coyote or are you going with Jasper? Richard, why don't you go with uh, Jasper? Give him some backup. I'll circle around with Coyote and Cora. Uh, All right, sweet. Coyote and Cora, give me uh, Dexterity and Stealth. Difficulty 7 also, please. Okay, so I have three successes as well. And what about you, Mitchell? Holy, Holy shit, you guys are stealthy <laughs> motherfuckers. All right. So Coyote and Cora and Mitch, you guys slowly start like creeping down this hill a little bit. Sand kind of slides a little bit. You even might slide just for a quick second, but you're like using your hands to slow you down so you don't make too much noise. You have whatever weapon you choose to have with you. You start coming along, 
the beach, right? And you have this opening. You're getting closer, like 50 yards closer, but you're kind of going at a diagonal level. And you see, like, and you kind of smell the blood in the air, but you smell decay and rot. And you're, you're, you're getting more uncomfortable as you're climbing along. And you're starting to see things a little bit more clearly. And you three, at, for uh, you, um, Coyote, and you, Cora, at first are like, you get this striking sense of fear because there's this moment where Reginald throws and you kind of see closer what he did. You see like this, 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 this baby from the stomach just falling into the pit and you see him throwing this lady in there and you see him stop and he turns and he looks and you see him looking right at you, Coyote and Cora. And you have this moment where you're like, oh shit, it's about to fucking go down. And then you just see like him look and then he just goes and he turns around and he walks towards the area where you can see there's like sobbing naked pregnant ladies like six of them and this figure standing in a row but quickly you're able to tell that the robe figure is not uh, a kindred you can tell it's this mortal you can tell by his mannerisms and his breathing and him looking like nervous in a way but you can't really tell that much other than he has short dark hair and you, you at first you're like is he a mexican but then you get a sense that he might not be a mexican just from you know this is from quick like you being hyper vigilant and, and processing it and there's this point, Cora, where you're like, oh, thank God. You know what I mean? And you turn and look, and you see, like, this naked figure of the Spaniard turns around. And you see there's a second where he's, like, surprised by seeing you. And then there's this moment where his hands are starting to, like, move. And you see, like, the fire behind him, like, starts, like, getting redder. And you hear this insect sound just starts, like, filling your ears and coming from behind. Like, the, 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 the whale starts glowing red more. And at this moment, Jasper... And Richard, you see like the figure turn and you see like you're, he's totally like not going to notice you now, you know, and you guys are coming along and you see like, you never realize just how far 20 feet seems until you see the picture of Vidar there. But here's the thing, both of you have potence, one of you has celerity and you guys have maxed out strength. So one of you, you feel this urge, like you can jump that far and you could easily reach there. The thing is, which one of you two are going to do it? Jasper, definitely. So Jasper, you feel this urge and Richard, you're creeping along and all of a sudden you see Jasper just like move and you're like, what the fuck? And you see the, like him leap and you see like, like, like he almost can't tell his strength. Like he, he was not like expecting to be able to leap like that. And you see his arms kind of sway and you see him like go into the wall and you see his hands just, like crush into the wall, like his fingers, like a mountain climber, but he's already, he's making his own grip. And you see him just like reach out with his other hand and he pulls like the stake out of Vidar's chest. And at the moment that that stake, I'm talking about instantaneous, you're like, what the fuck? You're looking at him. And you almost want to be like, go, you know, go Jasper or whatever. And you see like your pack mate do that. You see him rip the stake out. And at that same instant, that like literally the same instant that that, like even this last little bit of the stake comes out, you guys are looking and you see it too at this figure that's hands away. And all of a sudden you see like this blackness, like these tendrils just come up and just like grasp him. And you're just like, what the fuck? And you're looking at this. I mean, they literally came out of nowhere, like darkness that surrounds it. And Jasper, as you like let the stake go and you're looking at the face of Vidar, you just see the smile like comes. He gives you like a quick sideways glance and the smile breaks his lips. And all of a sudden you see like it, like he just pulls his arms forward and you see like the whole top end of that tooth just kind of like falls off. Like he's pulling it down and you see him drop down to the ground and you see like, this 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 wall like fall on top of him but it just like shatters around him and you see like the the shape of the the spaniard is like getting pulled into the air and you 
all you guys can see at this moment as you're looking at it, you just see this panic look in his eyes and you notice at this very moment like when it starts rising in the air by these tendrils you hear the buzzing stopping from the well and you just hear like that that sense that you had of like dread and of the goosebumps is just gone and you guys are looking you see like vider standing there and he's naked and he's just looking and you see like this the, the Spaniards being turned around by these tendrils and you see it's like being brought forward to his face and like it's like being left in the air and you see just Vidar smile and then all of a sudden you just see like the tendrils just go two different directions and you see dust just like comes falls like like puffs in the air and falls upon Vidar like almost like snow in a way you know what I mean as he's standing there naked and you see like Reginald just stop and he's just standing there. And you see Vidar for a second, like, looks around, and, like, he's discompopulated. And he looks at you three that are standing, like, what the fuck, looking as you guys are sneaking along. And you see him look behind him. And then he slowly just starts walking towards the ocean for a second. And you guys are like, what the fuck? And you hear him for a second go, follow me. As he, like, slowly walks naked towards the ocean along the beach. What are you guys doing? Mitchell stand up and follow him. Is the pit still glowing? The pit still... No, it's like as okay. soon as that Spaniard was grabbed by the shadows, like it just oh, stopped. stopped. Okay, it and stopped. And now you got do? Reginald staring, just like standing there. You got these sobbing pregnant women. You see like one figure running off that in the robe and he's running. You see as he's running, you see this pathway that goes and you kind of look off in the distance. You see like there's this small village there that it's running to. But Vidar was like told you to follow him as he goes towards the ocean. As you oh, guys, yes, I'll follow as well. What about you? Uh, you're still like there on the wall, by the way, like Jasper, like you know, like what the fuck, like you know, looking down upon on this, and you see like Vidar like walks like to where into the ocean to where he's about waist high, and you see him just like slowly, he's like putting water on his arms, you know what I mean, and like putting it through his hair, like getting this dust off him, and he like turns around, he looks at you five he's like come come join me my siblings wash yourself of your travels I'm a little bit weary i'll look at the other guys and hesitate for a second let me ask how you all are feeling at this moment this is a good point what are you feeling at this moment mitch awe and confusion mixed with a massive sense of relief what about you cora it's definitely confusion and uh, just a little bit of mistrust what about you, Jasper? Jasper's definitely feeling like uh, he's definitely feeling like an awe, like this whole demon thing that he was like so afraid of, and now is just just stopped like that. He's just taken aback, just in awe of the whole thing of like a Vidar and all the rest. It's just like, wow. What about you, Richard? Yeah, confusion is definitely the word. Like, <laughs> word of the day. What was that? It. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Uh, what about Coyote? Well, I've got murder blue balls at the moment because I didn't get to kill anything, mm -hmm. but I'm kind of relieved that Vida's okay. But at the same time, I've, I've kind of got this apprehension like it was a little bit too easy. And I don't know, can I can I determine whether something seems off about Vida or not using perception or something along those lines? Or I mean, I'll let you, I mean, I'll tell you right now, like nothing seems off about him. We'll just assume I mean, you got a success. When the emotions to you that come to me, my children, you have passed. I'll shrug and start walking into the water with him. And as you're walk as you guys are you rest of you walking into the water too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. As you guys are walking into the water, he looks at you. And there's this odd sense of like five minutes goes by. As you're standing there and he's just like slowly cleaning himself off. His back is turned to you for a little bit. Puts his dunks his head into the water, comes out. And the, his, his definition is like marble defined because you've never seen him completely naked like this. It's like the moon like seems to shine on him and the storm has seemed to slowly stop. Like the gales aren't as strong as they were. It's still slightly raining a little bit, but it seems to be clearing a little bit. And you see the clouds are parting a little bit, but yet you see that there's like a half moon. And you see like you just get this like sense of like things are coming to their natural order almost. You know what I mean? Like a calm. You have passed, my children. You did me proud. You have been part of striking a blow to these infernally scum. You have shown me that I was right in the moves I made with you. This was me using myself as bait. You may be wondering why it seems like this was easy to me. Wiping that off the face of God's creation was the easy part. Getting beyond his protective boundaries and his apprehension and using his pride was the hard part. Setting the pieces on the board to surround him, that was the hard part. I've been working on this for centuries. And you helped me bring this to fruition. You saw, you interpreted the dreams of the scum that were willing to give their souls. And you knew what to do. You showed the wisdom and the intelligence and the teamwork that I knew that you had within you. And I was willing to put myself, sacrifice myself to test that. Because I grow weary. This fight drains me. The, mo the pieces of this have been put in motion for a while. I conditioned the banditos. I knew they were weak. I caught wind that Reginald was seeking other streams of power. So I used it because I've been hunting that Spaniard for a long time. So simply I manipulated Reginald's weak mind. And I told him to go out and search for the Spaniard. I told him to tell himself he was willing to give himself over. Reginald is nothing more than a chess piece in all this. If he's already willing and looking for other avenues of power, he might as well give his soul. And once I knew that Reginald was starting to make way and had contacted the Spaniard, I started working on his pack mates too. Wyatt did not deserve to be a pack leader. And frankly, they did not deserve to be a pack. And if I would have been around when they were formed, I would have destroyed them and wiped them because they are chinking the sword of Cain. Once I knew that Reginald was making ground, in his relationships with the Spaniard. That is when I used the sword of came for my own good. I knew some other fellow archbishops or so-called revolutionaries in our sect wanted to attack some slave of the antediluvian and wanted to do a mass embrace. Ilanipi and I knew we could choose the grade A stock, as they would say, and we could formulate you to help us in the destruction of, this infer of these infernalist scum I forced Reginald without him knowing. And as I forced the others to kidnap me, I let them take me. I was willing to be the bait because I knew the pride of that Spaniard. And I've been hunting him for a while. And I wrote his name down, Ricardo, sorry. I've been chasing Ricardo for centuries. And I knew that no matter how careful he was and how much he guarded his secrets, that he would jump on the opportunities to get me to bring me final death because of the damage I had caused him and those like him. So I let them take me. 
but that fool Ricardo did not know that I had programmed or I had conditioned these fools not to cause me harm until a certain moment. Reginald never quite gave his soul over. Never. He dangled a possibility in front of Ricardo's head. That one you came upon there, she knew she was supposed to be there to tell you. The two that I left in that town, I hoped you were choosing the right path. And you did. You did not let me down. You did what you were supposed to do, my children. You may ask, what if you would have failed? What if I would have met final death? What if all this would have fallen apart around me? First, I am not afraid to die. If it would have happened, it would have happened. It would have brought me peace. But second, tomorrow evening, more of our brothers are coming. And they would have rained down final death upon him. But instead, they are coming to bring you into our embrace. But before that, and you see him get out of the water, and he kind of motions you to follow him as he's walking naked through this little grove along to where, at, by about 50 yards, where those pregnant women were standing. And the path that leads, and you see the small village, and he points over to there. That village, and he looks back. Those are cattle that served Ricardo. They are just as responsible for the infernalism as he was. That is my gift to you. Take from them what you will. Destroy them. Get what information you can. They are probably scared now, running around like the sheep that they are. And you, my brothers and sisters, are the butcher that's going to go take from them what they are meant to give us. Tomorrow evening, I will be there with more who fight the fight to collect you. And you will tell me what you find out. There's no threat there. There's just plunder. And you see the smile slowly creep up and blood invite wreck havoc upon them show them the sort of cane for what it truly must be and tomorrow i will be there waiting for you to show you truly what you can become you have just seen a small picture of it do you not understand that you five have done more in a short span of time than many who have been on this earth for much longer have you should hold your head high you are true weapons of cain Go, wreak havoc, claim what is yours, enjoy. You have no worries tonight. I protect you from here. Go find what you can. I will see you tomorrow. And know this, I love you. I loved you the moment that I saw you climb out of that hole. I loved you the moment that I talked to you by that river. The moment that we did the Valdery together. I have loved you. And if I would have died for you to even reach one-tenth of the potential that you reached, I would have gladly done so. And you see, as, you, as he's talking, as he's looking at you, you feel like, especially you, Mitch, you feel like this warm embrace coming across your shoulder. And you guys look, you see like these dark tendrils. And they're not like forcing you, but they're like gently like bringing you closer to him. You know what I mean? And you feel yourself, you feel these, these shadows like kind of like form a cocoon a little bit around all six of you, including him, like in the middle. You know what I mean? You feel this like embryonic state almost like, like feel this warmth and this happiness and this love rush over you and at the very moment. It's like right at that moment where it would potentially lose that feeling. The shadows fall off and you guys are standing around Vidar. Now go, go down there and destroy them and find what you can. So we can continue this fight and we can destroy more like him and we can rid them, rid this planet of them. And wipe them off the face of this earth. Do you understand me? Go. And I love you. 
and you see him turn around and he walks back towards the ocean. Scenes on you guys. So with on being told to go, Jasper will definitely in his mind he's going. He sees that this horrible evil that has been making causing him doubt for so long has been vanquished by Vidar. Now he sees that Vidar was he was he is reaffirmed in his confidence. He has been chosen by something mighty beyond himself, and so he is like a like a combination of like relief and just like. That's like a bit, a bit crazy, a bit just a bit unhinged. He'll just be like, just not just go out to the village. Just be like, yes, yes, we are chosen. Nice, I love that. Like he has this groove back. What about you, Mitch? What are you feeling at this moment? Mitch is still trying to process everything. He's uh, taking a deep breath, letting himself relax a little, thinking everything through. On the one hand, he doesn't like being used like that Mm -hmm. but on the other hand he's done stuff like that before under orders during world war one definitely and i've definitely and i'm sure this is going to bring a wide variety of different types of emotions out different types of people because definitely yeah right i mean you had an ancient being pretty much say i manipulated everything you know what i mean to make sure you guys were going to be right for what we did cool awesome are you going to head down with jasper down to the village yeah all right. What about you, Cora? What's going on through your mind now? Well, <clears throat> Cora's just, you know, uh, it hasn't really sunk in yet. That so it's like surreal? What happened. Yeah, exactly. It's so. all surreal. And still there's more. There's this village down there that, you yeah. know what I mean? That like, he's telling you, you know what I mean? To go do what canines do. I understand that completely. It's a surreal moment. Definitely. What about you, Richard? Mm-hmm. Richard probably stands uh with Mitch for a little while. Uh, feeling a lot of the same uh emotions. Um like he doesn't like that he was all part of this grand plan that seems that seems odd to him. That seems like something that the Sabbat usually fight fights against. Like the grand plan of the Camarilla of mm-hmm. the elders controlling all their pawns and moving them around the chessboard. But uh, he also remembers the uh, distinct impression that the Infernus left on him. So Definitely. What about you, Coyote? Similar to Richard, I've got a bit of cognitive dissonance. Um, I'm happy that Vidal's all right, but at the same time, I'm not happy about how I was played and how I I feel like some of the gains I've made haven't been by my own hand now. Kind of second-guessing them that maybe they were given to me a little bit and that I don't like that feeling that I didn't earn in a way. Definitely. I, got. I can understand that definitely because you guys have just been exposed to what you potentially can become. This whole journey has been about evolving into something other than that you were before that night. You were mm. banged over the head with the shovel and you are seeing like being more and more exposed to that. Definitely. Are you all heading to that village, by the way? Uh, no. Go ahead. Okay. You guys, go ahead. Our first Diablerie was too easy. Let's chase this Reginald dude. You and me. What do you mean, Richard? You want to? You want to make? You want to give him a head start? Yeah, let's scale it off a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know why we? I know he's our boss, but I, you know, he's helped us so much. But why do we even have to play his games? Is what I'm thinking. Talking about Vidar here, and I'll look at Vidar and say, I'll say to him, "What right do you have?" 
to play us like this. As you say that, you see Vidar stop because he's like 20 feet away. You see him turn around slowly. And he like looks at you for a second. And you get this weird, like, he's not moving. He's just standing there staring at me, you know? Mm. And you see him like lift up his hand and he's like motions. He like goes, points to you and Richard. And he's like, any motions you to come closer? Nope. I'm going to walk up the beach. Up onto the beach. Coyote, stop. Come to me. I'm just going to continue walking. Richard is frozen in place like shit, Richard. dude. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are Richard. you doing, my brother? <laughs> Richard, come with me. And you see Vidar like slowly start walking towards Coyote. And then you see, you see like he's gone and you see Coyote, you're walking. All of a sudden you see Vidar like in front of you. Stop and you see him, he, he gently sucks. puts, he gently puts a hand on your chest. He senses age when he does it as he's looking at you. Cause he's looking up to you. Yeah. Coyote, you are beautiful. My brother, you are special. You think I controlled you? I controlled him. And you see him point slowly at Reginald. And you just see Reginald standing there. And you see him go, come. And you see Reginald start running towards. And then you see him go, stop. And you see Reginald stopped. And he looks up at you. I did not do this to you. I simply created a game for you to play. For you to discover what you could become. Look at this. Did I think you would make yourself this? Did I force you to make yourself this? No. I did not. What I did was give you an arena to discover who you are and what you have the potential to be. What I saw in you, what not the world saw in you. You understand? I did not control you. I created a game for you. And now I am showing you the bigger game, the bigger fight where men, where monsters like you and I fight for the prize. We fight for our souls. Did I force you to do this? No. Did I force you to take souls? No. Did I force you to come here to find me? No. You did. You told yourself to do that. I did not. I could be dead now. I could meet final death. I could be a Valhalla in heaven. But I am not. But I put myself at risk for you. So you could become this and more. And brother, oh brother, the things that you will learn after tomorrow night, the secrets that you will be shown, the battles that you will fight will be much more than what you learned right now. Instead of being angry at me, you should embrace me and thank me and let me show you what you can become. You have earned this. I have not given it to you. I would not give anything to a warrior. Warriors must deserve, must earn what they fight for. You have earned this. Go on, go ahead. slowly reach up and just gently wrap my hand around his wrist and just gently pull Vida's arm away and walk past him towards Reginald. Mm -hmm. I want to, is, is he going to try and stop me or anything? No, he's not stopping you. Okay. I'm going to grab Reginald by the throat and lift him up and then using one of my fingers with the sharp, you know, tail on finger now, I'm just going to slice him from the top of his forehead right down to his groin, like a zipper in front of everyone. I'm just going to peel his skin off. You guys see that he's doing it and you hear Vidar chuckle. Yes. Yes. 
and as then, you're doing that. As I've done that, I'm going to drop his musculature, you know, his remains on the ground, and I'm going to start pulling on his skin oh. over myself. <laughs> you Stand guys are... exalted on the beach with my arms outstretched to the moon. Yes. Welcome to the Sword of Cain, brother. And he, you see him looking up at you. He has like this, like, like he's gleaming with, this is a thing that does not show emotion much. And you see like him gleaming with pride. Now would you fight with me? I'll turn and Will look you... back at him and grin as he's speaking. Go to that village. Claim your plunder with your brothers and sisters in your pack. I will find you tomorrow. Yeah, I'm walking oh, towards. All right, so he's going. You see him. You see Coyote walking towards the village. What about you, Richard, Mitch, and Cora? Mitch is walking towards the village. Okay. What about you, Cora? Uh, so Cora will probably slowly walk with towards the group, I guess, as they're leaving towards the village. What about you, Richard? Are you looking at Reginald? Yeah, but uh, I think Richard wants to um, play with him a little bit. Like seeing the immense dominate powers of Vidar, he wants to find out uh, how far he can go with that. Do you want him, brother? I'll bring him to Not mind. yet. Oh, you will have time with him, brother. You deserve it. He's your property now. I will make sure that he is waiting for you tomorrow. Go. Go wreck havoc. Be what you truly are. T tomorrow night, you will see Elenipi. Very well. Uh, so Reginald will stay with Wida and. Oh yeah, he'll make sure that. He... Oh, you're gonna have a plaything for quite a while. Don't worry, you'll nice. get to test out some things on him. Good shit. You guys come upon this uh, this little village, and it's really small, man. Right, and you see, like, you see when you come upon there, like, you can tell at one time this might have been a bustling, like, small community that might have worked at that salt mine and you kind of like putting two together some of you that that gapping hole in the earth might have been at one point a salt mine there you know what i'm saying that, that that's this stuff was done across but you're still not like you know what i mean you're still in this surreal moment as you guys are walking into this village basically and i'm just going to kind of describe the village of the whole and then you guys can tell me what you can do and then we'll wrap up all right so i just wanted to describe some things in this village you find that when that there's probably only like 10 huts or 10 buildings in this village. And there's a, at the farther end of it, there's a, there's kind of like a bigger, like Western style home, you know, like you see in the Western movies where the bad guy who's rich has like this home he lives in that's built off the money of others kind of home, you know, you see something like that at the end. But within this village, you see like, for example, you see like this, like pigsty almost where like hogs would be kept. But you see within there that there are these Mexican women who are pregnant. And you see that there's this figure that is standing in amidst these Mexican women, like stabbing him viciously to death, just whatever he can get this knife. And you see that he has like this black robe on and he has like this mask that looks like a black goat almost, you know, and you can see he's howling. But like at first you're like, is he like howling like a dog? But you realize like he's in the throes of madness. And, 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 and also in this village, you see figures running. Like literally running into the desert, or you see some trying to like get on horses and take off, and you're realizing as you're walking along, it's almost like they're panicking, like they know a natural disaster is about to hit them, and you see like they're not Hispanic, they're not Mexican, they're all olive skin, and they have like dark beards and mustaches or dark hair, but out of character, they're Middle Eastern, they're not Hispanic, and you see 
also within this barn, you see this shrine that is built up that has like this facade of the Virgin Mary, who is this this dead Mexican woman, maybe at one time, and she's holding holding in her hands like this black goat's head that's been cut off. You know what I mean? Sitting there, and you see these dead bodies are just screwing across it, and they look like they're fresh at the time. And then you come upon this house that large house I told you about and you're noticing like something's different about the, like a figure who's like trying to like ran out of the front of the house and he's holding like the satchel full of papers and he's like trying to rush, but he has like this limp and he's going towards this car. Cause you don't see any other cars here. And he's trying to like get into the car. Like he's trying to like take what he could and, and, and he's trying to escape, you know, and leave this village. Like they panicked, like they, like almost like this village, the very essence of this village was connected to that figure of Ricardo. And now that he's dead, they got this like sense of panic. So I'm going to ask this because I want to find out what each of you are going to do within here. All right. And I'm not going to put any kind of boundaries on what you can do. I just want you to know there's a guy fleeing right now. You know what I mean? Like he grabs some papers, like he's taken off. You, you saw that scene in the barn. You saw the scene in the pigsty. And you see like these little hot houses, but there's, you just see people fleeing from them. You know what I mean? Like literally there's like a dude running in the desert, like, or, you know, I mean, towards the desert, you know, like there's the beach and the other end of this town, there's a desert, you know, this village, like they're trying to run out to nothing. They're just like in this rabid fevered panic fleeing. So Mitch, since you're the pack leader, what is it that you choose to do here? First thing first, Mitch is going to go after the guy that's fleeing. So you rush up upon this guy and you see him, he sees you, you know, and are you running to him or are you walking to him? Or how exactly are you coming up to him? Uh, Mitch is just going to shoot him. So He's you got guys... 200 yards on his rifle. Yeah. His dex is pumped. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're a He's... killing machine right now. Yeah, he's just going to start to – he's going to shoot this guy. The moment he goes down, he's mm-hmm. going to turn around and he's going to start hunting everyone in the town as if they are deer. Quick question. Are you going to go look at the figure when you shoot him or are you just going to leave him there and just go killing other things? He'll walk up to him and take whatever it was he was carrying. Okay. You see, when you come up to him, you see the satchel fell, but you see his hand is clutched like the, like this part, like thing that holds like, you know, the old school things that were like grounded and people would put letters in there or whatever, and they don't want to get damaged. You see it clutched in his hand. Yeah. I'll pick that up. You can take a look at it. No, I'll carry it with me. I'll, I'll look at it when I'm done killing. All right. So you just see Mitch like, boom, boom. He's stopping. You guys are looking at Mitch. You're feeling like young again. You know what I mean? And they're dropping. He's like, you just see Mitch going like Western style on these. Like even for a second, he'll take, take, and you see him, and you you guys like feel his anticipation. Then crack, and you just hear like you know, boom as this as as a as he takes another shot. What are you doing, Cora, at this moment when you're seeing that? So, what options do we have? Raise Whatever your heart cow. desires, Cora. Yeah, you can do what you want. What do you want to do, Cora? Cora's probably gonna let the beast free, like. All right, she's just gonna go, you're gonna go nuts. Not not even resistant. Just you see Cora, just like she's sitting there for a second. You know, you guys who aren't shooting people like a madman, and you see like <laughs> Cora look around, and you just see all of a sudden like her eyes are just like her di- pupils dilate, and you see like her jaw kind of slackens a little bit, and you just hear this inhuman roar 
just like come from her. You know what I mean? And you see like her turn and look, and you see she just runs and she like jumps and flies at that dude who's in the robe and the mat and the mask. You see her hit him, and he goes flying over the other side of the fence and tumbles. You see his mask fly off, and you see like this Middle Eastern dude, and she just hear ah, she and she just sinks her fucking fangs, and you just hear like ah, and you see her, and then she like you see when she's done with them, she looks around, and then you see this pregnant girl who like for a second thinks she's saved and all of a sudden you just see Cora just jump on her and just starts like ripping into her and feeding from her and you're like oh shit all right what are you doing uh jasper so jasper definitely first thing he'll what he knows is like people trying to run on trying to get a horseback and ride off in the distance it's like no we're not doing that That's... are we having a presence moment are you saying i think oh that's even better than i thought, I thought yes thank you for that oh no i thought you were doing all right cool uh, well, what, I can do. To... I can do. I can make it even better. So he's all right. So he's, he's like sees the people on horseback, and he's like, reaches for presents. He's like, just stop. He's like, whole... stop, everyone. There's nothing to be afraid of. Do you have a moment for me to tell you about our Lord and Savior, Lord Vidar? No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is what? Pre you're using awe, right? Which is level one, because I think that's what. Yeah, awe. So can you give me a charisma on performance difficulty seven, please? I'm going to use willpower, yeah. There you go. All right. That's three, six, uh, four successes. Willpower Holy willpower. shit. Holy fuck. All right. So you, if anyone's watching, but Jasper, you like are like, no, you're not fucking going. You know what I mean? In your head. And you kind of walk into the desert a little bit and you like raise your hands and you're like, stop. Come to me. I must speak to you. And you see like. You hear the name of horses, and you see, like, some horses kick back for a second. You see them turn for a second and look at you. And you see people who are running, some stop, and they turn and look at you. And as you're raising your arms, you see them slowly, like, come walking to you. And you guys see this. It's eerie. It's like almost like Jasper walks out of the village just a little bit. And, the sun, like I said, the, the clouds have parted from the storm, and now the moon is shining. And you see, like, people are slowly coming to him like he's a magnet. And they're, like, lead. And they're just like slowly getting to him. And eventually, Casper, you're looking around and you see all these figures, like Middle Eastern figures looking at you. And you start noticing, though, like these weird defects. Like you see this one guy has like this eye that's like real drooping. Or you see one has like a club foot. Or like the other has like this hand that's all like webbed together. And they're all just kind of looking at you. What, what would you like to do, Mr. Jasper? I see. I have been shown. I have been informed that this place is a den of sin and evil and it must be purged purged like look for and you see them look at each other for a second and they're like oh. and they look back at where they came from and you see like one person take from the satchel that's on their horse they take like this torch and you see him like lighting it trying to light it and you see him go up to like the barn where that like that facade of the virgin mary was at and you just see him throw like the torch there and you see like the, the other people are seeing people that weren't affected by you fleeing and you see like these horses coming down upon them and they're just like jump on them and you see the others like are attacking their own like family members that were there serving the same dark god and the and doing these horrendous things to are attacking their own and you're just standing there jasper in the middle of it laughing as this fire comes upon this barn and it starts like going up in flames what are you uh doing at the moment there coyote and your skin as you're walking along with this black man's skin that is like that is hanging over your skin. 
kind of bulging because I'm so much bigger than him. It looks almost like yeah, someone looks, wearing clothes too small would, for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you weren't able to get it all on, but you almost have it on like a deer skin or something. You know what it's I mean? Like, like slick a, and wet, and there's still steam coming off it. Yeah, oh yeah, Leaving definitely. Bloody footprints as I walk. Um, I want to see where the biggest crowd of, well, the biggest group of people fleeing near to me is, and if there's any was, buildings. That I can I would see I would say you're seeing more people flee that large mansion like where Mitch shot that guy you see people fleeing like out the back you know what I mean and you see about 15 of them and am I near any buildings like a barn or a pigsty or anything like that you're kind of walking by the pigsty where you see Cora right now just like ravaging these like pregnant Mexican women there okay Sarah I want to enter into a small empty building like just a shed, something like that. I'm uh-huh. going to use chy- chemistry uh-huh. and exert all my chemistry abilities to make it look like the scene of the nativity um, and try and catch the eye of the people who are fleeing. Oh, you're making the building look like the nativity you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. That you're in? Okay. All right, pop the willpower. It doesn't matter really at this moment. You yeah. guys, like, well, you're all busy, but you see like a moment where like you see like you hear talking from, from outside, like people who are running by and you turn and, and, and you look out and you see like, there's like five people. You can't really make out their forms. Cause they're, you know what I mean? In the dark, but they're like staring oddly at like the scene of like the Virgin Mary and like the stable and Jesus. And they're like, look confused as fuck. Uh, are you going to show yourself in there? Is that, or no, not, not till they reach it. I'll uh, keep out of sight. You see them slowly like coming towards it. Like they're confused and they're within about like three feet of it right now. Okay, I'll. I'm while staying out of sight. I'll be like, enter. It's safe here. You're safe here. God will protect you. And you see them for a second, like what? You know, because these aren't like God fearing folks, obviously. But they're like, what the fuck? And they're like, you see one kind of like poke his head in there, and he's looking like inside to see what's going on. Like they're literally like caught up in like just what is going on. Curiosity is getting the better of them. And he sees one guy poke his head into where you're at. Does he see me yet? No, not yet. He's like, what? And he's looking around. Do you want to show yourself to him? Uh, not yet. I'll use, okay. I'll, to add to the illusion, I want to add like a nice scent like of just home, like a homely scent, maybe some <laughs> food, you know? And, just... Yeah, okay. And you see a couple of figures. They're like oddly drawn to this. You don't know why, you know what I mean? But they're almost like, what? They're slowly like following each other. And you see like a couple more come in. And they're looking. They're like, they're, they're, caught over like this supernatural control that was over them and this fever to flee and this and it's just like imagine that was happening to you right at this moment you know what i mean you want to know up from down left from right you'd be discompopulated almost you know what i mean and that's how they are and you see like they all five go in there looking around and then they eventually look and turn and they see you yeah and that's when i just tear into them and start not even stopping to enjoy each kill just trying to kill as many as i can as fast as i can just let the beast loose yeah Richard, what are you doing? Uh, never mind. I think he is probably going to do the same as Cora. Just let the Turn. beast loose. Uh, he's right. really hungry right now because he just uh, <laughs> yeah, five not- minutes ago spent all of his blood points. Oh, he dude. probably still has uh, all of his uh, physical points. So he's just smashing doors and grabbing uh, whatever. Just yeah. breaking necks. He can't even yeah, drink. Try, them trying, yeah, <laughs> trying to find people who have uh, yeah. at least a drop of alcohol in them. But he's probably because beast mode, uh, just biting whoever and just throwing them aside angrily and 
just causing just, havoc. Yeah. So we zoom out of this village and Mitch, you are aiming, boom, and you just see this pink mist come out in the desert. It's kind of darker. It's not mist, but you know you got a headshot. And you put the rifle, you just lower it for a second, and you're looking around, and you see this barn is on fire, and you see, like, people attacking each other. You see Cora in this pigsty just covered in blood and all these bodies. You see, like, screaming coming from this odd nativity scene, and you have no idea what that is. And you see, like, Richard just, like, kicking doors down you see bodies flying through like walls you know what i mean and him just jumping on top of them and like bashing their head into the ground you know what i mean or just bludgeoning them with his potence and you just see your family just like feasting and it's almost like a thanksgiving dinner moment where you stop during all the chaos of a holiday gathering and you just for a second are able to take in like the joy that is family as you see him doing this and you look down your hand or look down in your belt where you kind of like shoved that, you know what I mean? That cylinder at, and, and the scenes on you, go ahead. Mitchell, take a deep breath and watch with a sense of real appreciation for what's going on around him. And as he's taking it all in, he'll realize that he's got this uh, package and he'll open it up and see what he uh, picked up off of uh, the first guy he shot. So I'm going to read this. Dear Rania. I hope this sees you better off than when we last met. I know the odds oftentimes seem stacked against us, but we have made progress and continue to make progress to awaken her so she can lead me and those who have served before you. I know you have never met her or your father, who, by the way, should be delivering this letter to you or your father's father, but your Dahabi ancestors served her in the lost paths of history. When we last spoke in person, I told you of a colleague and fellow follower of the Polyon who had relocated and made his haven in the northern United States, in the wilderness where I fear he let his nature come out and started following his baser instincts rather than looking for our dormant leader. When I last saw him in person, I could tell the beast that our kind and even your family occasionally has to deal with had come out more and more in him. He told me he could sense our leader and knew she was there and he just needed more time. In retrospect, I wish I would have stayed instead of heading back south to here, but we all have our part to play. As I told you before, he has either met final death or has given into the beast. The great thing is that our comrade did what he was supposed to do and located the queen who sleeps. I think our plans are working out. I hope you have been successful in manipulating the Sword of Cain in Montreal to strike those twin cities in the north. I think the bait you waved in front of them about a traitor willing to welcome them with open arm helps. I have recently been able to trap what I believe to be the biggest leader of the Inquisition movement within the sword, and soon he will meet final death as a gift to the fallen sun. Our movement, our alliance in that sword will find the queen. We will find our leader and waken her under the foolish guise of Canaanite politics. I await our glory. I await the mother of flies, the daughter of Satan, the womb of decay to come upon us and grant us what we are entitled to rule over. Soon the sword will have their crusade up north, and in that we will find our queen. Sincerely in love and regards, Ricardo. Hello, folks. 
Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts, or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called White Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there. High Level Games, the industry's first choice in taking your games to the next level. We are a podcast blog and new media network at highlevelgames.ca. We have blog posts about all of your favorite games going up five days a week and a podcasting network with actual plays and shows that discuss role-playing games with more rolling out all the time. We are on iTunes, Twitch, and YouTube. Find out more information at highlevelgames.ca, a site that certainly isn't controlled by a shadowy board of directors of otherworldly origin. That's highlevelgames.ca. Please, help. They're coming. Hey, do you like World of Darkness? Do you want to introduce your friends to it? But there's one problem. Nobody reads books anymore. This presents you with a problem, doesn't it? You want to get your friends into these awesome games, but they don't have the time or wherewithal to read any of them. Well, that's where Brett the Hitman comes in. Brett the Hitman, your one-stop shop on YouTube for all things related to World of Darkness. Currently in the middle of his Werewolf the Apocalypse series, which is showing tremendous growth. It's going to the moon! That's right, watch Brett the Hitman and you will get style. Flair. Humor. <laughs> and of course, some dank meme magic. Fucking normies. <laughs> Brett the Hitman on YouTube at youtube.com slash I love other people's misery. So watch now. If only for the dank memes. Tune in today! The Los Angeles metropolitan area is constantly growing and changing. Central District is full of new buildings. The Hollywood and Wilshire Districts, once far from downtown, now are part of a which spreads past Beverly Hills and out to the ocean.
why is all this going on in Los Angeles? Why is Los Angeles an exploding city? Neon Masquerade The Demon's Mirror Thirteen Candles Three chronicles running through the undead veins of the City of Angels. The Esoteric Order of Role Players Actual Play Podcast invites you to drink deeply. Go to eorpodcast.com and search the Duets tag to find out more. <laughs>